The following is a CJBT Productions podcast. This is the EDM podcast number 134. This week, we go over the news and charts, and we induct Moby into our EDM Hall of Fame. Music for this podcast was performed by songwriter and producer Hey Joe C. Click the links in my show notes for more information about her and her career, as always. Before we get to the actual news, some podcast news here. This will be the last new episode of the EDM podcast for a couple of weeks. No, I'm not stopping the podcast, but I am going on vacation for a couple of weeks. So, the only newer podcast on the network will be the daily This Day in History podcast. The EDM podcast and the weekly edition podcast will return with new episodes in three weeks, basically. In this particular case, the weekly edition podcast will be May 10th. And the EDM podcast will be May 11th. So, now that that is out of the way, on to the actual news. Last week, I mentioned that Don Diablo was going to make a full-length concert available as an NFT. Well, he did, and it sold last week for $1.2 million. Now, before you get delusions of grandeur and think that you're going to put out your own NFT and you're going to cause massive chaos in the industry and get six and seven figures, no. The NFT market has essentially crashed in the last week because people realized just how much money people were spending on these things. So those seven-figure deals are going to be few and far between. However... You should still, if you want to, do it and look at it as just yet another income stream and make some bucks off of it. Just don't expect to be spending money on a new Jaguar or whatever. In other news, Tiesto signed a new three-year residency deal with the new clubs Zook and Aya Day Club at the soon-to-be-open Resort World Casino That is in Las Vegas. Vegas is back, baby. The Juno Awards have been pushed to June 6th. They were supposed to be held on May 16th, and actually that is now the second delay because they were supposed to have been held earlier this year as well. Three guesses as to why, and if you guess COVID on the first one, you're right. Seth Troxler is starting a new series of TV shows called Dream Access Television. The shows, which will be talk shows, interviews, and other streaming content, will be put up on the Twitch channel Dream Access TV starting right now as I'm speaking to you. There has been some confusion lately as to how EDC Las Vegas can happen if the safety plan was rejected by the state of Nevada. 
Well, Insomniac president and EDC runner Pasquale Rotella has clarified it, and it's all based on a technicality. On May 1st, approval for large events moves from being the state jurisdiction to the local county jurisdiction. So Insomniac is working with the local county, which I believe is Clark County, to get a new plan approved, which they should be able to make happen by the first week in May. And since the festival isn't for a couple weeks after that, they should be all good. In other festival news, there's a new festival in Chicago called the Arc Festival. It will run over Labor Day weekend. Eric Prids announced that he will be doing sets under all three of his aliases there. Birmingham, England has a new place for music. Forum is in the old Birmingham Ballroom building. The Berlin Club Tressler is celebrating its 30-year anniversary with a 12-LP compilation of club music. In tech news, Reloop has a new two-channel controller for Serato called Ready, which fits over your computer keyboard. And speaking of Serato, they announced that their software will now support Apple's Big Sur and their new M1 chips. Back in 2003, a Dance Music Hall of Fame was formed. It was started by John Parker of Robbins Entertainment. He enlisted the help of a few other industry vets, and they held an annual dinner in New York City. They split the hall into artists, records, producers, DJs, remixers, and non-performers. They started off okay with a bunch of disco artists, but the hall only lasted for two years before they stopped inducting people. Well, yours truly is bringing it back. Sort of. I've started my own Dance Music Hall of Fame, only I'm expanding the idea. This hall will be the EDM Hall of Fame. My criteria will be any inductee who's been in the business for at least 10 years. That will allow a lot of the EDM artists and DJs in. I'm also going to keep the same categories, but I'm going to also add early influencers to go along with it. The early influencers is where I'll put the disco, funk, and R&B songs and artists because I want to make this hall heavy on dance music in general, not strictly 20th century dance music because, well, this is an EDM podcast after all. Some weeks... I will induct one artist. Some weeks I may do five or ten. Who knows? This is, after all, my Hall of Fame, not an official one, so my opinion is strictly mine. It would be nice, though, if someone actually did an official Dance Music Hall of Fame, eventually. For the past couple of weeks, I've been going over my list of Hall of Fame inductees, making sure that I've put in the most influential members of the EDM community, 
while also inducting people's songs and technologies that have influenced dance music that became EDM, like funk, disco, and 90s dance music that some people don't really consider EDM, but actually is, like big beat, techno, early trance, and house, Eurodance, freestyle, etc., etc. So, I was looking over the list, and I realized that there is one person who I haven't put in yet who really deserves to have been put in a long time ago, and that is going to get rectified right now. That person is Richard Melville Hall, a.k.a. Moby. First, let us look at his resume. Moby has released 17 studio albums so far. Of those, five cracked the top 40 with only 2002's 18 hitting the top 10. Singles-wise, he's put out 72 of them. Of those, only 2000's song Southside with Gwen Stefani hitting top 40, going to number 14. On the U.S. dance charts, though, it is a completely different story. On there, he's had 21 songs hit the top 40 with 10 hitting the top 10 and 4 going to number 1. What makes Moby Moby is that he was one of the most influential artists of the early 1990s. He was one of those guys, along with Fatboy Slim, the Chemical Brothers, and the Crystal Method, who helped to take club music out into the mainstream. Unlike the other guys, though, he also did it in the last decade through ambient music, mixing dance music with electronica and making it all his own. Moby has also been nominated for 82 various awards, including MTV Europe Awards, MTV Video Music Awards, and Grammys over the years. And out of those 82, he's won 30 of them. Moby inducted into our EDM Hall of Fame. This week, I'm continuing to give a segment to an indie artist in order to showcase their work. I am also still planning on doing a podcast that showcases indie artists and or indie record labels, but because of the upcoming vacation, I have decided to at least table that idea now until at least mid-May. So that gives you guys a little bit of time. If you want your music showcased, either on this podcast or my indie music podcast, and of course it won't get me one of those lovely takedown notices, then email me at musichistorytoday at gmail.com. The address is in the show notes in the links section. You can also get at me on Twitter at musichistoryday. And like I said before, all the links are in the show notes where it says all my links. This episode, I am going to play another song from the songwriter-producer who does all the music for my EDM podcast, Hey Joe C. The name of her brand new song is Pieces.
That was Pieces from Hey Joe C. The link to the single is in the show notes along with the link to her SoundCloud. I highly suggest checking it out. She is an amazing artist. Absolutely love her style, love her music. Now, on to the charts. As always, starting off with the chart that never seems to move, Billboard. The top dance song and the top dance streaming song for yet another week, Travis Scott and HVME with Goosebumps, the top dance club song, is until further notice, Diana Ross's Love Hangover 2020, once the clubs open up. I'm assuming that's going to be an American thing, hopefully in a couple of months. Top dance album, yet again, is Lady Gaga's The Fame Top dance digital sales song for another week is Pet Shop Boys Opportunities Let's Make Lots of Money. The only chart that seems to have moved is the Top Dance Mix Show Airplay song, which is Elenium, Dabin, and Lights with Hearts on Fire. On the Apple charts, at least three of the four have moved on this one. Top Dance Album is a compilation album. It's Glitter Box, Where Love Lives. Top Dance Single is Regard, Troy Sivan, and Tate McRae with You. On their Electronics chart, the top album is A-T-N-T with Go Home. A is spelled A-I, so they wouldn't get sued by A-T-N-T. Top Electronic Single is Benjamin Walfish with Techno Syndrome 2021, Mortal Kombat. I used to love that song back in the day. Actually, it's still a great song. Who cares? Anyway, iHeartRadio's top dance single is Elenium Debin and Lights with Hearts on Fire. On the Beatport charts, last week's number one overall is this week's number one overall. It's John Summit would make me feel original mix. On the 140 Deep Dubstep Grime chart, top song is Monty's Righteous original mix. Top Afro House is Vintage Culture, Kiko Franco, and Shusi with Love Tonight, the Vintage Culture, and Kiko Franco remix. Top Bass Club is Two Gangs with Terma, T-U-R-M-A, original mix. Top Bass House is Chris Kiss and Bonka with Overdrive Extended Mix. Top Big Room is Just Flow with Problems Original Mix. Top Breaks, Breakbeat, and UK Bass is On The Mic with Up, Up, Up Original Mix. And On The Mic actually replaces himself this week. He was number one with a different song last week. Top Dance Electro Pop for another week is Gorgon City and Dramas You've Done Enough Extended Mix. Top Deep House is, for another week, The Blessed Madonna and Fred again with Marea We've Lost Dancing Original Mix. Top DJ Tools is Rhythm Control with My House Acapella. Top Drum and Bass is Monty and Icicle with SVP Original Mix. Top Dubstep is Excision and Subtronics with Bunker Buster Original Mix. Top Classic Detroit Modern Electro is Art Was Art Orwellian Nightmares Original Mix. Top Electro House is Jason Amore and Download 
or down loud, technically. Name of the song is Street Mantra Original Mix. Biceps Apricot's original mix gets back to number one on the Electronica chart. On the Funky Groove Jack and House chart, it's Majestic and Boney M for another week with Rasputin Extended Mix. Don Diablo, the aforementioned NFT $1.2 million seller, is number one on the Future House chart with Eyes Closed Extended Mix. Top Hard Dance Hardcore is DJ Shumamura, Reflect, and Lindsay Marie with Northern Lights Original Mix. Top Hard Techno is Will Sparks, Not Awake Original Mix. Top House is Flash Mob with Closer Extended Mix. Top Indie Dance is Chime, Urea, Clapter, and DJT with Harem Disco. The Chime and Urea Clapter Remix. Top Melodic House and Techno is Tin Liquor and CN Evans with Hide You, the Tin Liquor Extended Remix. Top Minimal Deep Tech is Rise Danami with Rewind Original Mix. Top New Disco and Disco is Le Bessois. Praise Cats and Andrea Love, which shined on me, the Le Bissois Extended Remix. Top Organic House and Down Temple is Hermanes, Lost Desert, and Volen Sentier with Jinx, the Volen Sentier Pure Magic Healing Mix. Top Progressive House is Frankie Wah, Arcti, and Kristoff. For another week with the World You See original mix. Top side trance is Ranji, Vinny Vici, and Half Lives with Everyday Rockstars extended mix. Top tech house is the top overall for another week. It's John Summit with Make Me Feel original mix. Top peak time driving techno is High Low Renier Zonneveld with Saw of Olympus original mix. Meanwhile, the top raw, deep hypnotic techno is Confidential Recipe with CU Original Mix. Top trance is Billy Gillies with Starlab Extended Mix. Top trap, hip-hop and R&B is R.L. Grime and ISOXO with Stinger Original Mix. And the top UK garage bassline is Gow with Dangerous Original Mix. And that is it for the EDM podcast number 134. We will be back on May 11th with a new episode. Everybody enjoy the next few weeks. Like I said, you will still get the daily This Day in History podcast. At least that will tide you over until I get back from my vacation. Thanks for listening. Audio engineering and editing, video editing, writing, narration, basically everything having to do with this podcast is done by yours truly. You can find us on our website at cjbtproductions.com. 
Our podcast is on all of your favorite podcast providers, such as Apple Music, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Spotify, etc., all under Music History Today. If you would like to support this podcast, our Patreon can be found at patreon.com backslash music history today we are also on twitter at music history day and you can now find us on youtube don't forget to like subscribe and hit that notification bell anytime you want to know exactly what videos are dropped and when all of those links can be found in the show notes below thank you very very much for listening